What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today we're doing a solo episode, which is something I haven't done for quite a few months, I feel like it's been. I've just had so many good guests on that I want to have on the podcast that I haven't found time to just sit down and record a solo episode by myself. You know, currently I'm sitting in my living room of my new house that I live with some friends and it feels weird to be talking to myself rather than someone like over a Zoom call, but... Honestly, it's much needed, and I think this episode is going to be really fun because we're going to talk about goals, the importance of setting goals, how goal setting has helped me accomplish my goals over the years, (laughs) a lot of goals here being thrown around, Um, and also how, you know, there have been periods of time where I haven't been very good setting goals, and just talking about ways that I set goals. I need to figure out a new word for goals so that I don't overuse it on the podcast, but let's get straight into the episode. This episode is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA-certified organic meal kit company. They make eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. So whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier, there's a range of recipes to suit any diet or preference. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals, which is what I love about Green Chef. It is so easy. It's so time efficient. Like when I get home and my Green Chef box is delivered, I get so excited because I just know that it's going to be a super tasty recipe that is whipped together in about 30 minutes. It's so amazing. They're also the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box. So you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. If you follow my food Instagram, you've seen me create Green Chef meals. They seriously upgrade my dinners so much. Like they use a variety of spices. Oh, it's so amazing. Definitely levels up the flavor of my dinners. So I highly recommend. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. And with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. So I like to switch between the brands just depending on how my taste buds change. If you guys are interested in checking out Green Chef, go to greenchef.com slash coldbrew90 and use code coldbrew90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash coldbrew90 and use code coldbrew90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Now let's get straight into the episode. Okay, so I want to start off just by the like first time I remember setting a goal for myself. When I was younger, I had this mentality where I was like, I don't set goals because I think it was because I didn't like to like put pressure on myself or, you know, be disappointed in any of like the results I had. And I think that's how it should be. Like if you're pretty young, I would say, you know, early high school or younger, I really don't think that like having these strict goals on yourself should be a thing like I think you should just worry more about you know having fun enjoying the process and learning from people that are older than you and just kind of getting into the experience and what it's like to be you know an athlete or a student or whatever you're focusing on at the time so I would say the first time I really started setting goals for myself was the end of high school and I specifically remember when I like drilled into my head this specific goal that I had it was my senior year of high school track season and I was like 
I am going to make it to Brooks PR and the Dream Mile. I had this goal. I don't even know why these are my goals. I made it to Brooks PR the past two years, but it changed to an outdoor meet. It used to be an indoor meet, and then it changed to an outdoor meet where you had to qualify, and I had to qualify through... I think it was the it was the Mount Sac Relays, or you could qualify just kind of like on a bid, but the Mount Sac Relays was definitely going to be my best bet to get there, and I had to get top two in that race to qualify to Brooks PR, and the Dream Mile was quite similar. There was a race at Azusa. I forgot what it was called, but basically you had to win that and go under 450 for the mile to qualify to the Dream Mile, so those were my... That was like the time period where I remember I set these, these goals for myself, and I set them... Uh, I don't know. I say like four months out from the meets and I drilled it into my head that I was going to be making it to these meets. I honestly would consider it manifesting because I woke, I woke up every day like telling myself I will be making it to these meets or just even going to bed and doing a lot of visualization of me succeeding at these meet, these qualification meets to be able to make it to the meet. So like I would go to bed at night and I would just imagine myself like coming out victorious in the Mount Sac Relays one mile race, which was the qualifier to the Brooks PR. And I like would visualize my perfect race. So basically it was me, you know, running around the track and then out kicking for the win or even second place. But you know, you might as well shoot for the stars. So I went for the first place and I would, I would almost visualize this every day because I was so determined to make it to Brooks PR. And What the crazy thing is, is that, like, I know just by manifesting it, I know just by, like, thinking about it and, like, visualizing it, it's not going to get you there. You know, you have to put in the work every single day. But at that point, I was already doing all the work that was basically required. I think a lot of it had to do with my mental training. And, like, when you're getting to that level, a lot of it is, like, mental goal setting and kind of just setting yourself up to have a good race at the meet where it matters, For me, I was already, you know, working out six times a week with one off day. And like I was started to go to the weight room. I was eating super clean. Like I was already doing basically a lot of the physical stuff. Like there was definitely stuff I could be better at. Like I was getting better in the gym and that was a goal for I set for myself as well. But the main thing was, I think, just having that goal in the back of my head and like doing whatever it took on the day to get there. So this is a super long example, but I just remember showing up to Mount Sac and I was so confident because I had basically replayed the situation that was about to present itself in my head over and over again every single night for four months. So I like I know every race can be different. Like I didn't know if it was going to be a tactical race. I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, straight from the gun. I was going to have to run 445 to qualify. But whatever it was, I was ready. Like I had visualized anything (laughs) that could have happened happened in my head already. So I was like, I'm determined on the day. And I still think to this day, this had to be one of my best races I've ever had in my entire life because it was like a pretty stacked field. Like there was probably five of us that could run close to 450 or under 450 and only two make it obviously. So everyone was gunning for those top two spots. No one wanted to be in that third position, but the race went out so slow. I remember like everyone was in a massive pack. There's probably like 15 of us or maybe even 20. I don't know. It was a huge race. And we came through in like 77, 78 for the first lap, which is like, I know it sounds fast, but when you're expecting it to be like 450 pace, 
78 is not really what you expect. And you would think that we would get faster, but the second lap was, again, another 77, 78. So we are going above five-minute pace at this point. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I know it's just going to be a sprint kick to the end. And what I did was I stayed super calm because I had already planned for this to happen in my head. You know, I was I knew this was going to be a possibility because I had set that goal for myself. Like, no matter what happens in the situation, I'm prepared. I'm ready on the day. So I stayed calm through 1,200 meters where basically we were running 77, 78s for the whole time. And let me tell you guys, the hammer drops going into that last lap. We start picking it up and I'm like, okay. And the best thing I could do is just stay calm. And I just believed in myself because I, again, like I said, I had already visualized this whole situation in my head and I believed that I could do it because I had already put myself through it in my mind so many times. So I remember getting to 200 meters and being like, oh my goodness, I'm going to do this. And I knew it because I was sitting in third place behind these two really fast girls. And with 200 meters to go, I like, I felt amazing. And I was, I was just so confident because I, I just knew that this was coming and I had prepared for it in my head for four months. And I ended up having probably the best kick I've ever had. I don't even know what my last 200 was. I think it was like 30. It was something wild for me, especially in high school. And I, like outkicked everyone. I don't want to brag, but it's like, I just, I manifested this for myself and it's just crazy the power that it has like mental state and, you know, setting that goal for yourself. It's crazy how much power can have on the day. So like I had the best kick of my life. I ended up closing in 64 for the last lap, which was the by far the fastest I've ever closed in my life and running a 452 full mile and getting first qualifying to Brooks PR. And let me tell you guys, like that was probably the most like the most accomplished I've ever felt in my running career was to that day because I set that goal for myself and I visualized it for four months and did the work required, especially the mental work and accomplished the goal on the day. And like, I, it was just such a good feeling to have that goal in the back of your head for so long and to accomplish it. Like, I don't think anything will ever live up to that, like accomplishing that goal that you have for yourself. So that's just one, one experience that I've had, especially in high school. Like the first time I decided to set a goal for myself and just chase after it without fail and just see if I could do it. And I, I over, I like exceeded my expectations. I did not think it was going to go that well. But I believed in myself and gave myself the chance to do it. So that was one example. And then another, like, shorter example that I have was making it to NCAAs in track season for college and also breaking 420 in the 1500 and breaking 440 in the mile in college. And I ended up achieving the 420 and the 440. I was so close to making it to NCAAs in the mile and pretty close in the 1500 as well but you know there's there's times where you can't accomplish all the goals that you have for yourself and you though it can be disappointing like yeah it's not the end of the world you know I know it can be disappointing on the day like when I walked away my my junior year from the regionals in the 1500 just walking away knowing I had not made it to NCAAs and like I just knew I gave it everything I had though like I set myself up the best I could I visualized it all year long and like sometimes it's just not your day and that day was definitely not my day so yes I was disappointed but the best thing that you can do if you I don't know say like that day that I had is just you know acknowledge that it happened and just move on and kind of set goals from that experience that you had so For me, like running that 1500, I was so fired up to like run a faster 1500 after that. I ended up racing again and um, still continuing training through like June after that NCAA regionals. 
and ran another really good 1500. So I think the best thing that you can do is just take it as motivation for a next goal that you're going to set. So, okay. That is just kind of the, the first brief of this episode. I know that was so long. I like get really carried away when talking about like something that I'm passionate about because I just, I don't know. It's so fun to talk about experiences that you have found helpful or like, I don't know, something that's impacted your life. And that Brooks PR one, I would say has impacted my life. Like the fact that I can even recall exactly how it went to this day. I think it just kind of set me up for a lifelong goal setting situation where I just know how powerful it is. So now we're talking about like, what, what about long-term? And I know I ask, when I ask like people to ask me questions on my Instagram, a lot of people ask me like, what's my goal for five years? Like what's, what do I want to do years from now? And that's something I've always struggled with is setting long-term goals just because my life has changed so much over the past couple of years that it's so hard for me to visualize like what my life is going to be like when I'm say 29 years old. Like, oh my goodness, just even saying that number, like 20 to 29 is such like a big, (laughs) big difference, I guess, in experience, life experience. Like I've already had quite a few jobs and now that I'm like self-employed, it's just crazy. Like, I just don't know what my life is going to be like in five years. So I think for me, rather than focusing on something that's like five years away, especially in my job, just being self-employed, I really focus on one year long-term goals because a year away is still pretty long and it's something that you can focus on for 12 long months. But five years just seems like a little bit too long for my situation just because when I'm 29, again, I don't really know what I'm going to be doing. So one year is something that I can focus on without getting really overwhelmed or just confused, honestly. So yeah, for me, one year is good, but I know people who maybe you're in a nine to five and like you see you know, the ladder that you can climb up. I think that's a different situation where maybe in a couple of years you see yourself getting promoted to whatever position. And I think that's, you just kind of have to realize like what in your situation is going to be beneficial for you. For me, it's one year, maybe for you, it's five year goal. It really depends on everyone's personal situation. Or maybe like if you're in high school, I would say like a four year goal is good. If you're a freshman in high school, maybe thinking about by senior year, I want to do this. Or if you're a junior again like by senior year I want to do this that's a four-year goal or a two-year goal so it just really depends on your personal situation and finding what you find more most motivating in your own situation so now let's talk about my goals for 2021 I have sat down this year because I like last year 2020 I had some vague goals but you know I never really sat down and was like this is what I want to do for myself and I think that kind of set me up for not failure, but not really like thriving during the pandemic because, you know, once everything happened and things started shutting down and, you know, races weren't happening or anything, I was like, oh my goodness, like, what am I doing? And I just kind of felt, you know, lost. And I felt lost for the majority of the year, honestly, until towards the end where I was like, okay, I need to get myself together and like start setting some goals because right now I just don't really know what I'm focusing on. And it can be a really tough feeling not having anything you're working towards. So my goal, honestly, for 2021 was to sit down with myself and be like, all right, time to write out some goals for 2021. So for me this year, I just launched my own food brand. It's called Crazed Foods. And it was so cool, guys, just seeing how excited everyone was about these bars that I came out with. So I came out with these peanut butter coffee bars. And I I didn't know the reaction because I didn't know what the reaction was going to be because I've never put out like a food product before obviously and I also did not tease this at all like no one knew it was coming until 
two days before or even like a day before. I don't know. I was like, hey, guys, huge thing tomorrow. But the launch was super successful and we sold out multiple times, which got me really excited just to like put out more products for you guys because you guys obviously love them. And so my goal for 2021 for Crazed Foods is putting out more products for you guys. And I know a lot of you guys want a plant-based version of the bar, which would be awesome. And we're definitely working on that right now. And we're, we definitely have other products in the work too. So if you guys have any recommendations, like I want to cater to you guys. If you have any recommendations of what products you want to see, feel free to DM at crazed foods on Instagram and just give me your feedback because I would love to hear what products that you want from crazed foods. That would be awesome. So I just want to kind of build that brand and provide as much as I can for you guys. And yeah, so that's my crazed foods goal. And then I also have a goal for this podcast, and that is obviously to reach a wider audience. Like, I want to be able to cater to multiple people. Like, I know I have a lot of listeners that are either high schoolers, runners, non-runners, people that are young adults like me, or even people that are older and looking to, you know, learn (laughs) from people that are younger, because I know a lot of the guests that I've had on are younger, so... We have a wide audience here and I just want to reach as many people as I can and provide good content for you guys because I know you guys have really enjoyed this podcast. It was definitely the best thing I did in 2020 and I can want to continue posting and having intriguing people on. So another thing I want to do with the podcast is just having more like more people outside of the running world that inspire me and that was my goal from the start of this year of season two is to just kind of branch out from people that are like in my close personal circle and get a little bit more uncomfortable just I guess in terms of reaching out to people that I don't really know you know I love having conversations with my friends it's really nice it's really easy obviously you guys can see that like reflected in the conversations but I think for me honestly I think it would help build my people skills just by talking and having a conversation with people who inspire me who I don't know personally and that takes a lot of guts to be (laughs) to reach out to someone and be like hey do you want to be on my podcast I know you have no idea who I am so that's definitely something I'm working on in terms of the podcast and again I would love to hear any guest recommendations that you guys have of people who inspire you it doesn't even have to be a runner it can be anyone so yeah reach out to our Instagram combos over cold brew pod um shoot us a dm and I'll try my best to provide. So yeah, that's, that's the goal for the podcast. And another goal that I have for this year, as you can see, I have like different, I guess, categories of goals and a lot of my life. It's been focused on running and running. It was my life leading up until when I graduated college. So it's been crazy to kind of figure out other things to focus on too. And like to have goals with, you know, my business life, my personal life and my, you know, fitness life. I've never really branched into business and personal because I've been so focused on running, but it's been really fun to kind of grow as just a human rather than as an athlete. And I know a lot of people, especially if you're a young adult can probably relate to this. Like maybe your identity is super trapped into like being an athlete, but something that I've done over the past couple of years is just really try to focus on, you know, trying other things, meeting a variety of people and just looking at who I am outside of being an athlete. Because I've talked to a lot of my friends about this who are also athletes. Like my friend group here in Portland, everyone is basically a runner, but I know a lot of people have had to, you know, slow down and stop focusing so much on their competitive running because they need to focus more on their careers moving forward. So I know that is a big thing for a lot of people, especially my age. So anyways, 
<laughs> my goal like fitness wise I would say so obviously most of you guys know if you listen to this podcast or watch any of my stuff I am training for triathlon right now and for me 2021 is all about consistency and just kind of like I guess establishing a routine building back into like training for something because last year was kind of all over the place and obviously with like nothing going on it's hard to find motivation in just every day being like all right what am I training for you know so for me 2021 is all about consistency and just putting in the work every single day and not focusing too much on you know reaching some pinnacle of fitness or anything I think it's just about getting back into that routine of daily movement daily exercise finding that good balance between work and training because I I love I love of love training don't get me wrong but I also really want to build my own like business and do that side of things now because I am getting older and it's really fun to focus on something else other than just my fitness level like it just I find so much fulfillment when I have a good balance of both so triathlon is yes a huge part of my life right now but I also want to balance it well with my work and not focus too much on one or the other I really want to focus on having structure throughout my day of getting my training in and then focusing on work and that is something I have not prioritized with the past couple years because I've really focused on my training for the day and then maybe neglected work or the opposite. So I find people like, I don't know, I would say someone like Nick Bear, who is one of the people I want to get on the podcast at some point, um, if he gives me the time of day, but he is, he's a very exaggerated example. If you watch him on YouTube, he has like a great series of him training for the Ironman right now, but he is a business owner and he works so much, but he finds time every day to get in his training and then he goes straight to work. And I find that super motivating just having that set structure because that's something I really, really want to work on this year because I have not done a good job of balancing both of them in the past. So I also want to race my first triathlon this year that I have in 15 years. You know, it's been a long time. So I'm really hoping that races start to happen And I'm focused on a June first triathlon date. I know that's still months away, but triathlon season is during the summer, obviously, because of the warm months. So right now I'm focusing on June and August, basically, between those time periods, racing a couple triathlons. And like I said, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself to be like this elite triathlete. I want to focus on having that balance between both and building over the years because this is a lifestyle of mine and I don't want to put too much pressure on myself to like, okay, Emma, you need to be a pro triathlete this year. I want I want to enjoy it. I want to, I know I can be really good, but right now I think it's all about just, like I said, putting in that work every day, finding that balance between work and training and just being happy and motivated and getting out there and having a good time, showing my experience. So that's my goal with triathlon, especially for this year. And yeah, just get out there for the first time in 15 years, see what it's like, tear it up, and get in that training day by day, building that base. So another goal that I have for 2021 is working on my finances. I will say it, I'm not very money motivated. And that, I don't know where that comes from, but... I have learned that I, especially as someone that's self-employed, like I need to be money motivated to be able to make my uh, my self-employment journey work because money isn't, I don't have a salary, you know, I don't have a paycheck every month that I receive from a company. I really have to go out there and, you know, find out how to make a living for myself. So that's something that I really want to focus on this year. 
over the past couple years, I have just not been good at tracking anything or budgeting either. Like, as you guys know, I go get Starbucks every day and I know it's probably not good for my wallet, but it's also something that makes me happy. So I, you know, I start budgeting that into my monthly, <laughs> my monthly allowance for myself. And tracking my monthly expenses is something that is kind of abnormal to me, but it's something I started implementing this month. So I'm excited to see how it goes and I will, I will keep you guys updated. I also want to save money, you know, as a 24 year old, I'm getting up there. I'm creeping up there, guys. So saving some money would be awesome and something that is very good to do. And also learning about the stock market. That's something that I really don't know anything about and I'm starting to get into it. It's very confusing, but the best thing that you can do is throw yourself into the situation and figure out how to do it. So that's what I'm doing this year. I don't really have anything specifically that I'm saving for right now. I mean, I would say that I'm saving to buy a house eventually, but I honestly don't know. But just starting to save money is a great thing to do. So yeah, that's about all I can think of right now in terms of my goals that I've written down. And what I kind of wanted to talk about for the remainder of this episode is kind of how to go about setting these goals. And you guys have probably all heard of the SMART technique. The SMART criteria for setting goals is making the goal specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. This is something that you guys probably all learned back in elementary school or something, but it really helps you narrow down the goals that you have and make it attainable for yourself. Make it realistic, obviously, as (laughs) the acronym says, but... For me, it's all about doing the little things day to day. So I set these goals, like whether that be like big goals, like, I don't know, buying a house one day, like how am I going to get there day to day? Like, what am I going to do week to week, day to day that will get me to that goal? Because for me saying, okay, I'm going to save to buy a house. Okay. How on earth am I going to do that right now? Me sitting on the ground recording this podcast. How am I going to save to buy a house? Like you need to set the smaller goals day by day or week by week, month by month, that will get you to that goal. So for me, if the big goal is to buy a house, the first step is starting to track my finances. And then while I track the finances, see how horrified I am at how much I spend every month on Starbucks. And then I set a budget for myself. And then I stick to that budget. And then you save a certain amount of money. And then it just kind of keeps compounding. But you need to set the smaller goals like you know, tracking your expenses, budgeting, sticking to that budget. It's just the little goals that will get you to your big one. And the little goals are also really realistic. Like I can go track my finances every day. If I stick to my budget every day, it'll, you know, compound, the savings will compound. And then at the end goal, I will buy the house. But having things that are put into my day-to-day routine that are these small goals really help me focus on the task at hand rather than being overwhelmed by the fact of like, I need to buy a house by the time I'm 30, you know? One other thing that is super great for goal setting is writing them down. I'm sure you guys, this is so like stereotypical. You guys have heard this all the time, but writing it down somewhere where you can see it every single day, like you wake up and you see your goal. So whether that be on a mirror, I last year I wrote one on my lamp right next to my bed. It made no sense. It looked weird, but honestly, like, I mean, I was living alone. No one else was seeing my lamp. So it was nice to wake up, turn on my lamp and just see the goal right in front of me because that helps you manifest it. That helps you bring it to life. If you're thinking it like the first thing when you wake up in the day, it's going to be something that's on your mind constantly throughout the day. Some people write it in their planners. If I write it in my planner only, it seems to get washed away throughout the pages as the months go on. So I really recommend writing it on a mirror or somewhere where you're going to look at it every single day. 
So my takeaways for this episode are to set big goals for yourself. Like, don't be afraid to shoot for the moon, you know? You would be so surprised, like, what you can do if you put your mind to it. This, <laughs> I'm, like, not a motivational speaker, but I just know the power that, you know, manifesting. That sounds like... <laughs> I sound like some guru, but like, I just know how important it is to have these things in your head every single day, because if you're working towards something every day, you know, good things are going to happen. So my takeaways from this episode are set big goals for yourself in different areas of your life and then create smaller goals that are like day to day goals or month to month, week to week goals that you can focus on like every single day that will help you achieve that bigger goal. And on that, I'm just going to wrap up today's episode. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on the Instagram. I'll post an Instagram feed post for today's episode. And I would love to hear your goals underneath it. Like you can keep it to yourself, but also having people hold you accountable is another great thing. So I kind of want to create more of a community of the people that listen to my podcast. And I think a great way would just be to connect on Instagram with other people that listen to this. So Go, if you want, be bold, go comment your goal underneath today's post on Instagram and let's get after it this year, guys. 2021 will be our year. We can handle whatever life throws at us. Just keep on visualizing yourself succeeding and accomplishing all the things that you want to this year and let's do it together. Let's keep getting after it. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Big shout out to Rebecca H for supporting the podcast. I give one of my supporters a shout out in each episode. So if you're interested in supporting, the link is in the show notes. It's super easy. And another free way to support the podcast is just by rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts. It literally takes like 15 to 45 seconds, depending on how lengthy you want your review to be. But it helps me out so much. And I just love reading your guys' reviews. It makes my day. I just love that you guys are loving the podcast. Follow Convos Over Cold Brew Pod on Instagram if you want to be up to date or leave that goal comment in today's post. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will hear from you guys in the next one. See you next week. Peace out, fellas. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.